Blog Talk Radio. Gamond, and it's Monday, and it's the Monday show, and we have eight days to Christmas. Ooh, are you ready? Prepared for Christmas? I know it's kind of weird, huh? We, I think I've gotten, I got a one, one more gift, one more gift. I'm, I'm like, yes, I'm done with this. Yes, is not done. I shouldn't say done. It's there's certain fun to shopping, but I do most of mine online. I don't know about anybody anymore. Malls are so crowded and so busy, and so yeah, I just yeah. So it's for me, it's easier. Amazon and my I've become my friend, <laughs> or other sites. I could actually have bought things online from Costco and Target. So lots of choice. Everybody ships now, which is kind of cool. So that we don't you don't necessarily have to go out and go shopping anymore. I mean, yeah, you can stay home, but that's kind of boring, isn't it? Kind of fun of the holiday season is to get out and see all the decorations and all the colors. And, you know, today we're going to talk about love. And this week we're going to talk about love. But love, how we can generate more love in people's lives, not just romantic loves. But I have some thoughts on romantic if you want to call in and talk about romantic love. I've been doing this for a long time. I've talked to thousands of people about love. Women, men, everybody, psychically, let my, letting my spirit teachers talk to you about love and what's going on. I think the interesting thing about find about love, and I've studied it, and I've read relationship books and went to classes and took it in school. and So a little bit of a background on relationships. And, and if you listen to the studies or read the studies about relationships, especially men, because we're a strange lot of beings, aren't we? <laughs> Most of them will go, men are strange. We, we're weird in some ways, right? But once a man falls in love, he falls in love. Once a man really hits him, he falls in love. So I get a lot of calls, and <laughs> this is your issue. I, I Think about it. Don't don't just overreact one way or the other. Well, I'm going to do that, or I'm not going to do that, or that's crazy stuff. Let me let me give you a thought on love and relationships and all that sort of thing, right? Let me give you this little energy about it. Most studies done on relationships and men and love and that a man knows that he really into a woman and wants to be with that woman forever and ever and ever, you know, marriage or whatever you call it, right? After about six months, three to six months, maybe a little bit longer, should generally be for a year. And it doesn't seem to take that long. Men know. This is the one. That studies, lots of studies have shown that. And I could look them up and give you all that statistical stuff, but I'm not going to do that today. If you're interested, I can look it up for you. You really want to know what what universities or or places have actually studied this, I'll let you know. But men, six months to a year is generally that time frame when men say, okay, this is the one. I want to be with this one. I want to get married. I want to do this. I want to do that. Unless the man has a lot of issues, a lot of issues. And, and sometimes, well, I got to finish school. I, I'm starting a new career. I have, I'm in the military. Maybe I can't, I have to wait to do this. 
But if man, a man has issues about relationships, okay, maybe it's from his parents. Maybe it's from his siblings. Maybe it's just he's incapable of falling in love. So you have to really seriously think about that when you get to that place of, okay, it's been six months and we've hit a plateau. We've gone through the honeymoon stage, if you know what the honeymoon stage is. And it's really that few, first few months where all those chemicals and all those hormones are raging. And it's not just sexual, but it's emotional. It's a connection between two people. And that will start to fade. And then you build a concrete friendship relationship after that. And it, 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 it morphs into a long-term relationship and love. Love at a very deep level, friendship, love, romantic love, all of those are intertwined together. But the problem is, and I've seen it more than once and I've heard about it, it seems to happen all the time. People, women will call me and men will call me sometimes too, but mostly women and will say, well, we've been together for a year or a year and a half or even two years. What's going on with him? What's going on with him? And Spirit is very patient, very loving, very kind about their answer. And I'm going to let them talk to you about this in a minute because I'll just channel my spirit group, the teachers I have that work with me, and they work with a lot of other people. But he's not into it. He's comfortable with the boyfriend-girlfriend thing. He's comfortable with that type of relationship. He has issues about taking the next step, whatever they are. And you can't get him over it. it. I mean, he can go see a therapist. He can talk to people about it, whatever whatever it takes. But after about a year to two years into that, you really need to seriously consider, do I really want to push forward? Oh, I love him. Well, you know, how can you love somebody where it's not mutual, where it's not unconditional, where it's not going anywhere? And maybe it isn't love. Maybe it's dependency. Maybe it's some other reasons why you are attached to this human being, right? Maybe you have children after that period of time. Okay? So my advice, and it should be my advice for spirit, from spirit, always should be you really need to reevaluate that situation for you. Are your needs being benefited? What were your alter, alter, long-term goals in being in a relationship with somebody? Did you want to get married? Did you want to live with that person? Did you want to have that long-term togetherness with somebody? Or are you happy? Eh, boyfriend, girlfriend, that's fine. I see him once in a while, every few weeks, or every once a week or twice a week. We, we go out, we have fun, we enjoy each other's company, we go to movies, we hang out at night. If that's cool, if you can live with that, then accept it. But if you can't, if that pattern is not where you want it to be, then you move on. I'll give you a living example of me. And I was in a nice relationship, a good friendship. And yeah, you could call it friends with benefits, but we did a lot of things together, you know, and she was a very creative person. And we had a nice, we had a nice thing going on for a while. But, at, but after a few months, she had no intention of wanting more than that. This is all she wanted. And nice person, but I knew at that point in time we had hit that wall. I wanted a long-term relationship. I, I had been in love, and I wanted to be in love again. But we had hit that wall, and we had talked about it. And it wasn't like it was, surprise, surprise. So the relationship fell apart. 
partly because I wanted more. So if you want more in a relationship, what is that expression? You have to have come to Jesus meeting. You know, I want more from this. I want to take it to this level. I really want to go here. We have a problem, and that's a good way of approaching it. We have a problem. I really see our relationship going into a different direction where it's really growing and it's a committed relationship and we're a couple for however we frame it, marriage, long-term partnership, whatever you call it. But I want to move to that place. How do we do it? And give it to the other person. How do we do that? How do we take it to that place? Think about it. Give me give me a couple days. Give me, I'm going to give you a couple days, and you go think about it, and come back to me with an answer. What do you want to do? Do you want to take it to that place? Don't answer me immediately because I know that's. But think about it for a while, a couple days, and see where they come back, and see if they have a plan to take it to the next level, or maybe they'll come back and say. Eh, no, I mean, you know, it's kind of nice the way it is, and don't really expect more out of the situation. It's it's going okay. You know, you've been together for a year and a half, and your intention was to get married, right? No, you gotta at that point decide. Okay, can I can I live with it the way it is right now, the way it is exactly today, without any changes, or do I need to move on? And that's harsh, but let me have my spirit teachers talk to you about that because this is from my experience in working with thousands of people in a lot of reading and studying on the subject and all that sort of thing. But I want them to talk to you for a few minutes about this topic. And then we'll get into ways. Now, part of this show is about how we can spread more love in the world. How can we generate more love, even at our level? Because, okay. You know, you're not going to be able to spread love to the whole planet, you know, but but you can at least touch another person with love. We'll talk about that. So let me have my spirit teachers talk to you about interpersonal relationships. Is that the word I'm looking for? Relationships of some form? You know, it's it's obvious that from our perspective to your perspective, from a non-physical to a physical that love is something, and it's an emotion, it's a, it's a feeling, it's an energy, it's a vibration, it's a very high vibration. It's one of the highest vibrations, and it's the closest to source. Source energy is love. And so when you raise yourself to that level of love, you're connecting more and more with source. And when you're in a relationship, in a really good relationship, not that there's all relationships have hard, hard, hard difficulties and hardships and problems, but if you're always willing to raise yourself to a higher vibration, to incorporate in your relationship love and forgiveness and respect and trust and empathy and joy and playfulness, you keep that relationship high. And, and it doesn't matter what you call that relationship. So that's the key here. Let's don't call it anything. Let's don't call it marriage or long-term relationship. Let's just call it a relationship based on high vibrational energies. So that's that's a handle or a pretty pretty <laughs> complex way of saying it, but it is. If you're if you're living, if your relationship is based on love, empathy, forgiveness, kindness, generosity, caring, joy, 
appreciation for your partner and showing appreciation, acts of appreciation and kindness towards your partner, then you're functioning at a high vibrational level. Anything less than that, if you strip away any of those qualities, you strip away all those values, then you're living at a low vibrational place. And then it's not love. You have to have the composite of all those vibrations. You have to have love. Okay, let's use that word love. That's kind of a, let's just use the heading love and we'll just throw down under that, that heading what makes up love in a relationship. Well, not necessarily in this order. We're just going to give them to George in a certain random way, but they're all very important. Empathy, understanding your partner, okay? And being empathetic to your partner's needs, right? Kindness, acts of kindness, displaying kindness to your partner. Respect, trusting your partner. Now, that's a big one, isn't it? Getting to that place of trust, right? Joy, having a joyful, fun relationship, a playful, fun relationship with intimacy at all levels. Forgiveness, which is a big one. Forgiving yourself, forgiving them, living from a place of forgiveness. Acceptance, right? Accepting the person for who they are. Now, we could get into all these words and all these thoughts, but you get the general idea. You need the composite of all those in a relationship to call it love. You can't just say love. I love somebody. Well, that can be an emotional thing. That could be an energy thing based on some experience from the past. It doesn't necessarily mean you're in love with somebody. You can say I love somebody, but you're not in love with somebody because to be in love with somebody truly, you fall back on those other qualities, that appreciation for that other person, that respect for that other person, that trust in that other person, that forgiveness, that empathy that you display to that, that generosity of spirit and soul. That kind, Again, we're back to the word kindness, but it's acts of kindness towards that person. So think about appreciation. Think about kindness. Think about forgiveness. Think about joy. Think about generosity. Think about empathy. And generosity in this sense, in this context, would be generosity of yourself, willing to do things for the other person, being generous with yourself and your spirit, not just financially generous, but just being generous with who you are to share time and spend time and do things. And those are acts of kindness too, aren't they? So if you can say to somebody, I really am in love with you, then you're willing to, to demonstrate all of those qualities in a relationship. And I guess the word we would use next, and this is a big one, is commitment. Committed to that person to develop and strengthen those aspects of love. Committed to grow those aspects, to show more forgiveness, to show more kindness, to show more generosity, to be even more empathetic, to more appreciative of your partner, to have more joy and play in your relationship. Just thinking about those simple words that commitment to be that, to grow that, that by the time that your relationship is over, and all relationships end, well, let's just assume that you're going to end in the physical body and you're going to leave a relationship out of, from the physical body to the non-physical body. If you leave a relationship at that end and you're manifesting 
all of those qualities in a relationship, then you truly are in love with a person. You can get there. All humans can get there. But you have to be committed on a daily basis, daily, hourly, to demonstrate those qualities, demonstrate those energies, demonstrate those vibrations in a relationship. You always have to stop before you say something. Is that really loving? Am I being kind to that person? Am I showing trust to that person? Am I appreciating that person by what I say to them? Be careful with your words in a relationship. Be very careful with your words. Don't slip into a negative pattern of criticism Right? Jealousy, criticism, anger, frustration. Don't slip into those. Always elevate your words with a higher vibrational intent with your words. And if you can maintain that, and you're both willing to maintain that, those vibrational principles in your life and in your relationship, your relationship will grow. So there's no question about, well, you've been together for six months or a year or two years and you're not married. So... Are you demonstrating all of those vibrational qualities in your relationship? Then you're in love. It doesn't matter what title you put on it. You don't have to put a title on it. Are you being kind to your partner? Are you being loving to your partner? Are you being generous with your partner? Are you being showing a lot of empathy towards your partner and a lot of appreciation? Do you do little things for them because you appreciate them and their efforts and their abilities to stay in the relationship? So think about those words. So what's your attitude? Can you go there? Can you evaluate whether you're in love or not based on living by those principles? If not, you can say, I love somebody. You can love anybody. You can love everybody. You can love the world. But that special relationship with somebody, can you say you're in love because you're showing all of those qualities in a relationship and you're both merge together with the desire and the intent to live by those. So thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. Well, that was kind of a cool discussion, wasn't it? I never really thought of that before. How do you define being in love? Being in love versus saying I love somebody. Okay, so use that definition. I think that's a great definition of being in love. Is are you living by forgiveness? Are you living by empathy? Are you living by generosity? Are you living by appreciation? Are you living by kindness? Are you doing those acts of appreciation and kindness to your partner? Are you joyful? Are you excited about seeing that person every day? I mean, you have bad days, of course, and they kind of felt people will get you upset for some reason, but can you gravitate back to those principles? And you can make an effort to gravitate back to those principles. Being that forgiveness is probably one of the prime things that you need to gravitate back to. Can you forgive somebody? Yes, you can forgive somebody. Can you trust somebody? That's another question, right? If somebody has strayed from the relationship and is seeking comfort outside the relationship, there's where trust comes into play. But if you don't have trust, you don't have a relationship. If you don't have those pillars... If you weaken the pillars of your relationship, if you take away forgiveness, if you take away trust, if you take away appreciation, if you take away joy, if you take away empathy, you really don't have much of a relationship. So next time you say, I love somebody, are you in love with somebody? 
and, and test it. Use those those vibrations to test your relationship to see if it really is truly and is, is it both sides? Is it mutual? If it's mutual, then you have a great thing going on, right? Okay, let me get back to spreading love throughout the world. And I maybe I will talk about these next week too. And you know, I want to take your calls. What are your issues with relationships? What do you want my spirit teachers to talk to you about as in a relationship? Okay, what would you like them to talk to you about? And then we'll go from there, right? We'll, we'll, we'll do that a little bit more and then we'll go from here, right? Okay, so what are we doing? Okay, so we're going to talk about these things. And there's like 31 of them, and it's Dr. Gordon Gray. Gray. Gordon Gray. Let me see if I can find a little bit more about Gordon. I I thought it was somebody else, but that's cool. (laughs) Thinking it was another author, but that's all right. Okay, so author and relationship coach Gordon Gray helps people remove their emotional blocks and maintain thriving, intimate relationships. Okay, that's cool. Isn't it? That's cool. Um, so let's let's do that. Let's see what he has to say, and I'll let my spirit teachers comment a little bit on it. Thirty-one. Let someone drive into your lane of traffic. You're driving and it's busy, and you're late, and you're going, you know, and you're moving along, and then maybe somebody's a little absent-minded, so they want to pull in front of you. Do you get upset? Do you freak out? Do you, oh, how can they do that? You know, like. You know, I I know I've done that where I'm kind of going, oh, really? Seriously? But showing love, demonstrating love, demonstrating forgiveness, demonstrating a little bit of patience here. Patience is a big word here. Yeah, you, you will let them over. You know, maybe they're having a worse day than you are. So maybe they need a little break, right? Maybe a little help to make their – letting them in and waving and, you know, make them smile a little bit instead of getting all grumpy with them and honking your horn and flipping them off, Okay. Plug parking meters for people. What do you think about that? I've read this before in, in other articles. Helping somebody else, right? You're on a street where there's parking meters and, you know, it's holiday season and blah, blah, blah. And you kind of go, that one's expired. Maybe I'll put a little money in it. Help these people out. That's showing love. That's acts of loving kindness. And that's what we've been talking about. Um, parking attendants. You ever have to go into parking garages and in the person standing there, and they've been there all day, and people are kind of like problems. You know, some people bring up their problems to the wrong people at the wrong time, right? Oh, what are you doing? You guys overcharge. Uh. No, just smile. Say thank you. Just smile. Just smile. No negativity. Just putting out a little positive energy toward those people. A little positive energy, right? Sending a little love, a little positivity, a little high vibrational energy, a little bit of joy. Happy holidays. I hope you have a great day. How is your day going? Hope, have a beautiful day. Have some fun. Whatever you express is a, an expression of, hey, I'm with you. I understand what, what you're going through. So have a beautiful day. Okay, meet up with one of your parents on their terms. I'm going to read this one because this is kind of an interesting comment, I thought. And my parents have passed, but, you know, most of you out there still have parents that are alive and kicking somewhere, right? Probably. Are you one or are one or both of your parents still alive? Great. Phone them up. Tell them you want to hang out with them one-on-one doing something that they enjoy. And that's the key word here, they enjoy. 
leave the ball in their court and see what they come up with. So it's not your decision. Well, we're going to go to this particular restaurant and because I really like it. Well, you want to go with me? Let's go with me to this. No, let them choose. Not showing love. Showing compassion. Showing kindness. Leave the ball in their court and see what they come up with. Or if they, if decision-making stresses them out, suggest something that you know they'll enjoy and simply do it. Or maybe a couple of choices, right? You know, you know, give them three choices, two choices. Hey, would you like to go here and here and here and here? Two choices is good. Three is kind of like really overwhelming. Oh, I don't know about the three. I don't know which one. Here and here. I know you like either of these restaurants, which one. And maybe they'll suggest another one when you throw a couple out there. Maybe they're stubborn enough to go, well, I don't want to take their choice. I've got my own. But at least they'll come up with something, right? At least they'll come up with something. This is an this is an interesting one, and I hope. Okay, uh, offer to buy a homeless guy or girl or woman or family whatever he wants from the store he's sitting in front of. And I was laughing at this one. I was going seriously. Okay, I mean I can see the value and the you know the generosity and this and the kindness. If they're sitting in front of Neiman Marcus, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. But if you see somebody who appears to be homeless sitting in front of a store asking for change, ask them if he wants anything from inside of it and on your way in. They don't just lob the question over your shoulder as your feet keep moving. Really commit to it. Look, look into their – I'm really cold, and I could really use a scarf. I could really use a hat. I could – ah, you know, I'm really hungry. I'm trying to save up money to buy some food. You know, I need lunch. Okay, boom, done. Got it. You know, if they're sitting in front of a food, you know, like a McDonald's or whatever restaurant of some kind, well, maybe that's the thing to do because they're hungry, obviously. But do it reasonably. You know, if, if, if you know, you have to do something within your budget, what you can afford and what be would be acceptable to you, you're not going to buy them a $300 jacket, right? No. <laughs> Not necessarily, unless you're, you know, you can have the means. The next one is much simpler, much easier to do, and it's just expressing love. Pol- smile at a stranger. Politely smile at a stranger as you walk down the street. Whether they smile back or not is irreverent. irreverent. The task is complete, and you spread love with your smile. I always try to say, how's your day going? Or if you can't get, if you, if it's not comfortable, if they're racing by you like a million miles an hour and all you can put out is a smile, fine. Or if you can say, how's your day going? Or have a beautiful day or, you know, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever you feel appropriate. You know, nobody shouldn't tell you to have to say Merry Christmas. I don't think that's appropriate. I think if it, if it comes from your heart, say it. If it comes from your heart, just to say happy holidays, if that's your belief system, then do it. Just wishing people well is showing love, right? Bear hugs. Now, you know, you've heard of the TP hugs and the bear hugs. Next time you see someone you know, greet them with the biggest, warmest, most sincere hug you can. Let them feel how much you love them. We're back to appropriateness, aren't we? Some people are just a little standoffish. You can't just grab them and hug them really tight. You know, or you might just set it up ahead of time. You know, I love to get big hugs. I'm just a big hugger. I'm not a TP hugger, if you know what I mean by a TP. That, you know, you just hug from the above the neck and shoulders a little bit. You know, bodies don't touch. <gasps> okay, touch the body. Okay, so ask them. I love to get bear hugs. Want a bear hug? 
You want a big hug? It feels good, doesn't it? Because we should be hugging about 10 to 12 days. It's good for our health and mental health and physical health, right? This is really appropriate for this time of year and might be too late for this time of year, but I'll go through that anyway. Create a gift for a friend. Paint a painting. Write a poem. Record a song. Make cupcakes. What do you love to cook? Make it for your friend. You know, pastries are usually a little bit easier. You know, it's like making lasagna for a friend for Christmas might be a little tough, but a cupcake, cookies, brownies. Okay. Yeah, it depends on what kind of brownies, right? <laughs> okay. We'll just, we'll leave that one alone. But write up a poem. Record a song. You can do that, right? Make a video and send it to them of your family. You know, a smiling video with a song in it. So try that. Instead of buying them a gift of some kind, let you be the gift. And that's what I'm doing this year is letting uh, gifts are what I do, right? I love this next one, and maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow a little bit more. It's about hugs. We're back to hugs again. Hugs, beautiful thing. Go out in public with free hug signs. Have you ever do that? Think about it. The people do it all the time. And once people get into that energy, they see people hugging other people. That first one or a couple of ones might be a little tough and hard to get to because people are, but once they see people hugging and that you're just doing it out of caring and love and you're not just a weirdo, wacko, they'll follow through on it. They'll, you'll get lots of hugs and that's good for you, right? Do it. Just do it. Okay. Number 10. Well, there's a whole bunch of these and we're not going to get into number 10. So what I will say is, Hey, for your interest, for your no, I'm working on my website and I hope to get it up and running. And I'm going to blog on my website. It's going to be a blog site mostly. It's going to tell you a little bit more about what I do and how to reach me and all that sort of thing. So I want to do that for you. And again, if I can help you, if you want my spirit teachers to talk to you about relationships and love and give you some insights and guidance on love, I'd love to do that for you. And have a beautiful day beautiful holiday season. Enjoy it. Spread some love. That's the key message I have for you today. Spread some love to other people. And that's so important. Okay. Be well. I don't know what's going on here. This thing is going stream connecting. I don't know if I'm still talking to you. So find three people today. Find three people today that you can spread love to. Think about it. Spread love to three people today. Bye.